0: First
1: and Pod,
0: hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipovich.
1: I heard Howie Long say this about the Raiders and their game against the Texans: that this is like a good one in four team. Like as a as an ambassador or as a face of the Raiders, like they, even though the record sucks, they like their team. I think the Colts a few years ago started one in five. And made the playoffs with Frank Reich and Andrew Luck, and rallied. That the Raiders think that they they should be much better than their record, and they can actually turn their season around. You buy that?
0: They turn their season around feels unlikely because of division and conference. But like I've got one survivor. T- Team left in the in the circa six million guaranteed. And I've been advocating in my little group that we bought in with for for the Raiders because of a lot of what you said before the idea of turning their season around. I mean, I, I five point loss to the Chargers, six point loss to the Cardinals, two point loss to Tennessee, one point loss to the Chiefs, beat the Broncos by nine. So we're you're talking about four losses. Three of them on the road, all six points or less. None against bad teams. So, yes, they, like they they could be five and zero, and they're coming off a bye and they're at home. So, yes, they they are better than their record indicates. They have had some tough one score game, razor edge of the NFL, tough luck. Yeah, but they're not a and and they and Jacobs looks amazing. Like they're running for five point something yards per carry as a team with an awful offensive line. Yeah, so like, like Jacobs looks great, Devontae looks great, Renfro. You know what I mean? Like, so they, yeah, the the pass rush has not been there. Um, what they thought with Chandler Jones opposite Crosby that hasn't worked, and pass protection hasn't been there. carr has been taking too many sacks, so they're a flawed team, and there's a reason that they're losing these close games. And McDaniel has not proven to be a difference maker. Uh, as a as a coach or a game planner, but there's not a team I like more in in Survivor this week. I, I expect them to get the win.
1: Yeah, I don't trust them. They remind me a lot of some of those years there where the Chargers with Philip Rivers would start the season with a horrible record, and they almost like every game they'd be down like ten points with five minutes left, and Rivers would have to pull a rabbit out of a hat. Or for the whole season, they'd be like two and six, and they'd have to fight to get to like eight and eight or nine and seven to try to backdoor their way into the playoffs. But they had they had weapons on offense, and they had a good quarterback. And that's kind of how I look at them. Like I think when I when you ran down those games for for me for whatever reason with that team, my reaction isn't they're due or they've had bad luck. It's been well these are the Raiders, and they find a way to lose games like that. So
0: yeah, no, and and I mean until proven otherwise, I guess that's fair. But like we know that Arizona loss was super fluky. That Arizona loss is one of the three weirdest yeah. res- results of the season, probably. Two fumbles and Renfrow open.
1: Renfro fumb- fumbled twice in a row. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know what I mean? So that that's one of the weirdest games of the year. Ch- Chargers in the opener got sacked a hundred times and lost by five. Lost by one Monday night in Arrowhead. Crazy game. Like, you know, like I, I, I feel you, but I I'm not saying they're good, but I do think they're better than their record is. Um, we only have a couple of games left here on this on this slate. Bengals and Falcons. Atlanta's the only undefeated team against the spread. I have them as a six and a half point dog right now in Cincinnati. Does their Undefeated against the spread streak continue. No, I think they're gonna get pounded. I think like I agree completely. I
1: think like trend betters are people that I try to disassociate myself with. Like, I just feel like that's like you know, I'll sometimes cite those numbers because I think that people like hearing them because I think it can add to a conversation. I don't really subscribe to them at all. And I think somebody will be like, oh, look at the Falcons. You know, They'll do the same thing you do with the Raiders. Look at how they almost beat the Rams. Look at how they almost beat the Bucks. They got screwed. Terrell's probably not going to play, and Chase just went off. And this whole business of like trying to run the ball without Patterson and keep it close and hope that you make the right play at the right time at the end of the game – no, I think Cincinnati's starting to click here. Their offensive line is finally jiving. I think they probably they might win the game by the biggest margin in the NFL this week.
0: Man, we're we're lockstep. Um, they put up 30 on Cincy uh, on, uh, on on New Orleans. New Orleans last week on the road. I know that it was only 17 points the week before against Buffalo. The week before that, they hung 27 in Miami. I I think he's better. I think Cincy at less than a touchdown is a hammer spot. Um, T Higgins going to play. Jamar got rolling. The skill position guys are starting to come around. Yeah. Um, I I, th- I, think it's, I think it's a 30 plus point explosion for, for Cincinnati and maybe Atlanta hangs around. I've been impressed with them. Like I I'm with you on, you know, to me, you need, if a trend is like, over too big of a period of time when it's like different coaches, different quarterbacks, like there's been like fucking conference realignment in the midst of it or whatever, like that's completely throw it out. Or if it's a real small sample of five, six weeks like this, I think you throw it out. Like, I think a trend that matters is like Andy Reid off a of buy, you know, Bill Belichick in openers, like, mm-hmm. like that. There's enough of a body of work there with a content with something that's continuous that you can, have some, rel- have some actionable plays behind that. But no, this is this is a Cincy spot. But that, that will be uh, in like a picks contest. I think that Atlanta will be one of the most popular picks of the entire week. Because of that, my guess is the books will need Cincinnati big. We talk about yeah. public dogs. I think Atlanta is going to be the biggest public dog uh, of the week. Colts, Titans. Titans going to continue their dominance here. Over Indy? Uh, no, I don't think so.
1: But this is this you know this wild ride that you're on with the Titans where you just hate the ever-loving shit out of that team.
0: I'm just not going to watch this game.
1: And they always find a way uh, to rise to the top of the AFC South. Look, the Matt Ryan thing, and now with Jonathan Taylor coming back, like you earmark that, you know, you you know, like the baseball broadcasters are like circle that play, you know, like somebody makes a diving catch down two runs. Like if they come back to win this game, you circle that play right there. You know, your co-host probably loves saying shit like that because <laughs> yeah. one of these guys who gets off to baseball.
0: Yeah. Um, I look, honestly, please stop saying that it's a, it's giving yeah, me a flashback. So. I really
1: think that, you know, it's possible we look back on that game against Jacksonville And do that with
0: Ryan. Well, it's one of the single craziest box scores of the season. I've cited the stat like a hundred times. Where he didn't get sacked and he threw it a
1: million times. And he's a statue. And he didn't get sacked.
0: 58 pass attempts, 42 completions, three touchdowns, no interceptions, no sacks. Coming into the game, most sacked quarterback in the NFL. That makes no sense. That is a crazy result. So yeah, maybe something clicked. Um, it's been a wild ride for those of us who have been tracking the AFC South gambling markets. The Colts are back to being favorites. Yep. Dude, the markets love indie. They're plus but one. But the plus. Titans are favored in this game. So that's a that's a, I, that's I a know. contradiction. I know. It's I mean, I, I look at it every week. It's unbelievable. All three teams have been favored to win that division at some point. And now it's back to right where it started with the Colts as a short favorite to, to to win this crappy division. Can you just watch this game for me so I don't have to? I hate these teams. I hate gambling on these teams. I hate caring uh, about these teams. I, I, feel like actually, about I feel like you actually
1: I feel like you actually like this last game, the final game, which is Seahawks Chargers.
0: I love this game.
1: And the question I have for you is what's more likely? The Chargers win the AFC West or the Seahawks make the playoffs?
0: Okay. More likely is clearly the Chargers. Better bet is, I think, a more interesting conversation. Because the Chargers are. I looked it up; they're like plus two ten to win the AFC West, and you hate that. Well, at that price, yeah, they're too injured. But Jason Seattle, Jackson getting benched, yeah, etc. Yeah, but Seattle is five to one to make the playoffs. I told you last week it was like eighteen to one, bro. Well, I know, I know, but so like objectively, like if the question is what's more likely. The Chargers to win the AFC West or Seattle to make the playoffs. I'll take the two to. I'll take the gambling market telling me that it's two to one against five to one. But which ticket would I rather be holding? Like a two to one Chargers ticket or a five to one Seattle ticket? I think I still think there's more value on the five to one Seattle ticket.
1: But if you hadn't looked that up on your own, would you have thought that off the top of your head
0: that the odds were priced no. that
1: way? I didn't no. think so
0: no um but how many nfc teams are we definitively saying are making the play right like okay philly um dallas dallas nfc north winner nfc south winner well that'll be tampa right tampa almost by default yep um NFC West winner, which probably is not Seattle. You're at five teams right now, right? So, what are the chances that Seattle is six or seven in the NFC? Or favor against to one? the Giants
1: next week? I mean, even though there's a big difference in record right now, that would be a big one. That would be a swing game in their favor. Arizona. Man, I- I, I'm telling you right now, this Kenneth Walker kid, I think he's getting a late start, but I like tickets on him to win the rookie of the year. Mm. Because if he if he follows up what he did last week and they start winning games because you know he adds to the Geno Smith narrative and they become a big juggernaut offense, that's not a hard award, right? That's a wide open award.
0: Right it is. Now. I don't. I don't even see it posted right now at the site that I'm looking on.
1: Because I think Olave Thursday night had another game in that kind of. Oh factor. yeah. So
0: they haven't. They haven't reposted the numbers. Okay. That makes sense.
1: But dude, he's good. He's a really good player. Yes. And he wants the ball a lot. He's durable.
0: I. Yeah. I mean, I. Do you know what the number was? I
1: think he was like worse than twenty to one.
0: Oh okay this week. All right, interesting. Yeah, I'll look I'll look at that in the morning and see if I can get in there. It's weird about the Chargers, man. Um I was such a big Brandon Staley guy and now I find myself wondering if like I talked myself out of one of my number one rules, which is you want an offensive coach. Period. Like Belichick's the exception, the other guys that get love for it one with Hall of Famers like you want an offensive coach, period. And what what would Herbert be if he had Brian Dable? Or he, you know what I mean, or if he if he just had Kevin O'Connell. Somebody
1: who wasn't related to Vince Lombardi as the <laughs> offensive coordinator. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like I I can't believe I'm there. And if any of my radio audience is still listening an hour or two into this podcast, they'll be like, "I can't believe you are turning on Staley." And I, I still like him, but yeah, it's a tricky game for them on Sunday. It's it a is a very tricky spot. Man, we went long with a short. Well, there is
1: a huge show. There was a huge trade.
0: Yeah, yeah, but thanks. And to you everyone... also got nominated for a Marconi, and we had to work that in a couple of times, Danny. Did I mention that I was nominated for a Marconi? I was a finalist. They flew me to New York. I lost to Greg Hill. I lost to Greg Hill, and he didn't even have the weekly interview with Tom Brady. Do you know how much of that hurts? He has Belichick every week. Dan Dan Patrick won. He didn't even show up. He was probably at Nick's Halloween party. <laughs> Nick was there. He tried to give his speech.
1: <laughs> Dan Patrick, it was amazing.
0: <laughs> I'll see you,
1: dude. Great stuff.
0: All talk right, Sunday man. night. All right, I'll talk to you Sunday. I Thanks to Spencer you. Ray. Subscribe, rate, review first and pod.